0: You see that right there? That's a man's man. And he ain't just any type of man. He a strong man. That's my man. And on the days where I be drowning and running from myself, he like a lifeguard. Like a soft landing when I fall on my ass because we all know that sometimes life gets hard. You ever hear a song that you ain't hearing forever? But you smile because you could remember exactly where you were the first time that you heard it. You ever poured your heart out? And how you felt to someone and for once you felt more heard and less burdened. When the last time you was in the company of someone who made you excited and nervous, the last time someone made you feel deserving and less like you had to earn them. He less hip-hop, he more slow jam. No pants sag, he be grown man, he take action without you asking. He fine as hell, but God knows I'm more attracted to his compassion. And all my gentle parts, they compliment his masculine and sometimes I drive him crazy. But I'm his lady and he craves me on a daily. A badu love that he can't get enough of. And he's smooth like Andre on the flute. What does a reciprocal love look like to you? The security of being protected inside the arms that he uses to submit to God to. I love that you're spiritual. I love that I see God in you. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, everybody's favorite relationship podcast. No two in the horns this year or nothing like that, okay? I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be talking to y'all. I don't know if anybody notices already, but your girl don't even sound out of breath. Your girl sounds lighter, okay? It sounds like I can breathe. It sounds like somebody is not pushing against my lungs, But we're going to save that recap for next week. We're going to save my birthing story because I had the baby. We're going to save that for next week because I want to get into something else. And I was thinking like, dang, should I tell them my whole birthing experience? At this point, I got three kids, y'all. Like all the birthing experiences ain't that far off from each other. So let me just talk about what I would like to talk about today. A little bit uh, recap of what's been going on with me outside of me having a baby and adjusting to life as a mother of three um a basketball fiance with my man coaching all the time my son is in all, he's in sports so he's always got a basketball game my daughter is trying to adjust to like who is this little person that you brought in our house and he lives here like what is going on I thought I was the baby you were the baby but clearly we just didn't let you be the baby that long um my my, oh, my son is adjusting because I mean he was the only child for freaking 8 years so he had his glory years um other than that um i'm just feeling really good and positive and hopeful about 2024 and i hope everybody has walked to this new year even if you got to start your new year in march or had to start in february i'm feeling really really good about this year about taking care of myself about prioritizing myself about what's doing doing what's best for me so if it's anybody that's really trying to like dig their feet in the ground and stand firm on the things that they set for themselves this year, I wish you all the best. I wish you so much love and light on your journey of just trying to take your own self serious and get out your own way that I hope that this is one of the best years of your life. And it's something that I don't know if you guys follow 19 Keys, but it's something that he always says and I love it. And he, said, may your current, he says, may your current level be your lowest level. And I love that because if right now I'm at my lowest level, everything could just get better from here. So if there's anybody that's writing or journaling or anything when you're praying, ask God to show you how good things can get for you. OK, because I'm feeling really, really good. Um, so today's topic is called Thank You to My Man. And with um, Valentine's Day approaching it, as you guys know, I don't celebrate the holidays or whatever, but I love love. I love romance. I still want some flowers and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't really care about the holidays, but I still always love being on social media and just watching the girls get treated how they deserve to be treated. Watching the girls have Valentine's with all the homegirls, or if you're going to be by yourself, treating yourself. Do not wallow away and get pity this Valentine's Day feeling like, oh, I ain't got no man or I don't really got no girlfriends. Girl, this is going to be the day for you to really see how much you love yourself. Pamper yourself this Valentine's Day if you ain't got nobody to do it for you. I mean, go all out. I want you to get a massage. I want manis and petties. I want you to try a new hairstyle. I want you to create a new playlist for yourself. I want you to buy some new sheets, buy a new comforter, new candle, set the vibes in your room for yourself. And I want you to eat your favorite ice cream, your favorite platter from the store. I don't know. Whatever... It takes, put on your favorite movie that you loved as a child, whatever it takes for you to feel good. I want you to do that this Valentine's day. So some I put this in my notes on my phone. And this is something I wanted to talk about is to the people who are dating or intending on getting back out there. It is so important that at this grown women phase, a lot of us are at shout out to my young people that listen to the podcast too. It, I feel like it is so important for you to be in a relationship with a grown man who knows how to romance you, okay? Some of us are too old to be trying to give somebody a play-by-play of what romance means and what it looks like and what you should be doing. And it's more than just buy, buying me a gift when we think of love language. A lot of I feel like a lot of romance is tied more into, we we need all of our love languages. I tell y'all this all the time but more of the romance is tied into small acts of kindness. A lot of it is tied into us feeling considered. A lot of it is feeling like, um, you really went out your way to do this for me. Like, how did you do this for me? Like, when did you even have time? Like, I wanna feel like, my my man is so busy. I wanna feel like you made time to do this for me because of how much you prioritize me in your life and me feeling good. For you to have to be with somebody and you don't feel the romance or you used to feel it, you don't feel it no more. That's a different conversation because so many things like come into play. Like even with me and my fiance having kids now, like I want more romance. But the reality is it, the rea- reality of it is when I experience the peak of the romance of romance from you. We only have one kid. We have my son. And my son (laughs) leaves on the weekends to be with his dad. And it would just be us all weekend. So it's whatever we want to do. The reality of it is the dynamics change. So what romance will look like will be different. It doesn't mean that, oh, we got kids now. It can't exist. It just looks different. It looks like when the kids go to sleep. It looks like a candlelit dinner in the damn living room. It looks like us binge-watching. He got me watching The Wire. He thinks that this is romantic, romantic cuddling up and watching The Wire. I had to tell him last night, it's nothing romantic about this at all. Um, Nothing. Not even in the slightest. Nothing romantic. The only thing that's romantic about me watching The Wire with you is laying in this bed and getting rubbed on. Um, But this shit ain't romantic. (laughs) The dynamics of it change, but when you're in a relationship or in a partnership with somebody who cares about putting effort in, they know that being here means every day I'm waking up and I'm trying. I'm not saying, fuck it. We got kids or fuck it. I don't got the time or fuck it. I've been working 12 hour shifts and I'm tired. No. When I decided to be in a relationship with you, I decided that under any circumstance, I would be able to show up for you. And sometimes it may be a little bit more difficult than, than other times. Sometimes I really may not know how to navigate with showing up for you. or And, and on top of that, showing up to be romantic and showing up for myself. But one thing that I have learned and I'm still working on is if you feel like you need more of something and you're in a relationship with somebody and you need more of it, please do not be afraid to express what it is that you need. Please do not be afraid to initiate what you need. I said to my therapist last week during our session, I wonder how much of my needs are not met because I'm so afraid of rejection in certain instances or being shut down. That I don't wanna initiate. I don't wanna initiate it or bring it up. So, if your partner is laying right there and you wanna be kissed on and you wanna be rubbed on, do not feel uncomfortable to kiss him first or to kiss her first. They're gonna kiss you back, they're gonna touch you back. (laughs) In the midst of you initiating, you're going to receive what it is that you want, whether you had to start it off or not. And I get that some people don't wanna have to initiate all the time, and that's a conversation. But on this dating phase in this relationship partnership phase, marriage phase, whatever phase you're in, I feel like we all deserve to be romance. Your man needs to be romance, your woman needs to be romance we all need to we all want to feel like somebody desires us like somebody gets a thrill out of like seeing us happy they get a they get they find enjoyment out of pleasing us, like surprising us with flowers or cooking dinner for us or rubbing our feet. Like I find enjoyment out of knowing that I'm pleasing you right now. We all, we all, we all deserve to experience that. Um, and being courted. If you're dating somebody, why are you dating somebody and they keep texting you what you doing, where you going, what you eat today? Why haven't they texted you like I have made a I made a reservation for tomorrow. You you free? Put on your favorite dress. or I can't see. I can't wait to see you this weekend. Like I bought a new cologne to put on for you. I can't wait to be around you. Like why are we why are we entertaining people who don't make plans? Why are we interp- why are we entertaining people who do not want to do anything but lay up in our house? Why are we entertaining people who do not want to do anything but enjoy the perks that we bring to the table? They want to come over our house, eat our food, have sex with us, want us to cook dinner. They ain't even buying no groceries. Why are we entertaining people who are coming to the table with nothing and asking us what we bring to the table? Why the fuck you letting somebody sit at the table that don't bring nothing to the table, but you feel like you got to bring some shit to the table to impress them and they ain't got shit? They ain't bring nothing here to impress you, but here you are. You about to go get a wax because he coming over. You about to get your nails, toes, a bunch of shit that you don't typically even do for yourself. You about to go do for his ass and he's coming to the table with penis. Hell to the no, not this year. Not this year. Don't do that, please. I would rather you be in a house by your goddamn self watching beer Mary Jane than be entertaining somebody who done came to the table with nothing. Please. Please save that for the people and the puppy love. Please save that for the young people and they puppy love. To be in these relationships where people bring nothing to the table. Please, not at this big ass age. I do not want you doing that. I do not want you to be courted. I want you to be dated. I want trips. And listen, if it's any men that's listening, it does not always have to be a five-star restaurant. You can court somebody. You can date them. And I don't give a fuck what they say. Oh, I didn't want to curse this year. God damn. I don't, or at least not the hard curse words like the F word. Like I don't want to do that. I don't give a freak what they say about those lists, about people um, not wanting to go to Cheesecake Factory and all these different things. You do what works for you and your budget. If that person isn't interested in, in you going out there wa- your way to do what's in your budget and what you can afford, then that's not the person for you. That's not the person for you. If they, if they don't appreciate your efforts because this is what you can afford and, what, and they would prefer you to do something that will require you to go broke that's not a person you should be entertaining anyway. It's been like, if, if, we, if we got Cheesecake Factory money, we got Cheesecake Factory money. Everybody don't have steakhouse money. Everybody don't got five-star restaurant money. And the, the, fr- the freaking crazy part about this is that we live in a society, especially with social media, that everybody rich. Everybody's just five-star, fly me out to Dubai. Everybody's just so rich. No, that's not realistic. I mean, it is, but you will consistently be dating a certain type of person to have that. And if that's your twist, that's your twist. It ain't mine, but I'm not mad at you if that's the type of people that you always want to date. And best believe a lot of people who continuously date the certain type of people, they continue to get the, certain, the same type of results. So we all see how that goes. I want to be romanced. I want to be courted properly. And I want, well, I'm speaking for y'all. Like I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying for myself, like I'm speaking, I guess, in third person. I don't know. The next thing I want you guys to experience is <laughs> being in a relationship or a partnership with somebody who is emotionally available and expressive of how they feel. I don't want you to have to be with somebody where you have to be in a face saying, well, what you like about me? Well, I'll be doing that to my man sometimes. Well, I want you to be in a relationship with somebody or dating somebody who is comfortable just expressing how they feel about you. Who is comfortable saying like, you know what? I really enjoyed that date yesterday. Or thank you for cooking for me. Or I love being around you. Like I want to be dating a person who tells me what it is. So I don't have to guess what it is. Like I don't want to have to guess where I stand. I want a man who gives me so much clarity. Who communicates so well. That there is no room for me to be guessing anything. He does not leave no room for me to guess. I know exactly what it is. He knows. Listen. Listen. He knows exactly what he wants to say. He is clear on his communication and he's not BSing. I don't want to have to be texting four times uh, all these. No, I don't want no mixed signals. Mixed signals mean no to me. Mixed signals mean you don't want to be here. Mixed signals mean you're not consistent. I want to be in the presence of a person who is certain. I want to be in the presence of somebody who gives me clarity. And I'm also not pulling clarity out of you. I'm not pulling these things out of you. I'm not going to be texting you saying, hey, did you have fun with me yesterday? Hey, did you enjoy my food yesterday? I've been in places where, like in relationships where I had to get my validation on my own, I guess you would say. But I had to ask those questions because I'm with a person who doesn't really make me feel like they're grateful for anything. They don't thank me for anything. Like, they 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 just assumed I should just know. You should know I like the food. I ate all of the food. You should know I had fun. That's why we be going out again. No, I don't know anything. I only know what you tell me. And if you tell me what it is, I will never have to guess what it is. Period. Tell me what it is. Use your words. And it's crazy that we got to add. we got to... Ask adults, and this is a crazy. This is not crazy. Because you know what? 2024 is my year of grace and compassion. Because you know what I was about to say? I was about to say this. It's, it's crazy that we got to like explain to a grown person these type of things. But where I'm at on my journey right now and with me going to therapy, if the person that I'm dating does not do this but they are willing to learn and try because they realize this is something that they need to get better with. If you are, if they are a person that's willing to learn and try, I'm giving people grace for effort. I'm giving people compassion and grace. This year, when I, I wrote in my journal the other day, God, please continue to soften my heart. I want my heart to be as soft as yours. My heart ain't always that soft. And sometimes I'm judging, I'm judging people's journey about, Based off where I'm at online, which is not fair because there's so many different things that I need to work on with myself that I ain't got no room to really judge nobody. Like we all are, continu- like we are, all are continuously growing, continuously evolving. So who are you to even look, sniff your nose up? If the person is putting an effort to try to be better, I'm not saying a person that, and this is a, they got to be doing this on their own. They got to be trying to get better on their own. Don't start trying to get better for me. Because if you only doing it for me, they ain't going to last that long. You got to want to be a better version of yourself for you. Don't be over here doing it for me. Mm-mm. And that's up to you to have, and that's up to you when you are dating and looking for the person that you want to entertain. Stop entertaining people that, that's not doing the work. Stop entertaining people that you don't got no business entertaining. Because that's a lot of y'all problems right now. Y'all entertain people that you don't have no business entertaining and wondering why they don't do certain things. This man is a drug dealer. He is out in the streets all day long selling drug paraphernalia. You, why did you think he was going to be emotionally available? Like, why are, you, why are you thinking that he's about to be having all these deep conversations about the universe with you? He probably do when he high or something like that. But when you think about, why why you want to be with some girl? I don't want to be with nobody that's selling no drugs. I ain't been with nobody who might go to jail. I told y'all that before. Anybody that might go to jail is not the man for me. God would never bless me with a drug dealing. And I didn't, God would not put them in my life so that I could put them on the right path to be a better person or none of those different things because, no. Because those are the lies that we start trying to tell ourselves to convince ourselves that, no, they used to be me. He just needs somebody to love him. He just needs somebody to, nope. He just needs a therapist. He just needs somebody that's not me. A lot of us do that. And we like a person so bad, we make all these different excuses so that it could work. God put me in his life because he didn't have a mom. Not my business. Oh, well, not my problem. But being in relationships and partnerships with people who are emotionally expressive so that you can know where you stand you don't got to guess where you stand. Nothing gives a woman more security and clarity. Nothing gives her more security than having the clarity. I know exactly how my man feels about me. I know exactly, I know exactly how he feels. I know exactly how much he loves me. I don't have to sit in his face and say, Hey, do you love me? I know he does. He shows me. And if you are a person who needs words of affirmations, express that to your partner. Because some people don't see the value in words of affirmation and they feel like, why you ask me if I love you? You can't tell I love you. Don't I pay all the bills? Don't I do all the stuff for you? That don't got nothing to do with anything. That's not my love language. That's not the way that I'm most receptive. I need to hear it. I want to hear you say it. Some people, some well, some men and some women don't realize. How valuable it is by just telling your partner how you feel. And if you're romantic like me, I might write you a letter. I might write you a long, can we get back to that? Write, somebody, write me a letter. Tell me how you feel about me. Write me a poem. Write me a poem about how I'm the best person that you've ever been with in your whole life. And you actually can't even think, like you can't even fathom life without me. You don't even know how you got this far in life having not met me because I'm just so wonderful and perfect and I'm literally the best thing that you've ever experienced. Um, That's the type of stuff I want. Like, that's just, mm, it just makes my heart flutter. But being clear on what you are looking for. It's easy for us. It's easy for me to tell you these different things that, you should experience while you're dating. It's so, many, it's so easy for me to tell you these different things that you should experience while you're in a relationship and then we'll start dating somebody or we become attracted to somebody and everything that we talked about just goes out the window. Everything you said you was looking for, everything that you said that you was going to do, everything that was on the list goes out the window because I'm physically attracted to this person. Or everything goes out the window because this has been the first time in a long time that I've liked anybody. It's been so many times where I've been in that dating field and I felt like, well, damn, I ain't like nobody in this much in a minute. If I stop talking to him, I'm going to be back at square one, not talking to nobody. And my desire for companionship was so strong that it was like, I would rather make excuses for this person knowing that they ain't what I want. Knowing that eventually I would be unsatisfied Knowing that they have qualities that piss me off. Like I can tell right now they got these qualities that's going to piss my ass off. But it still seems a little bit better than me being by myself again. It still seems a little bit better than me being alone. Do not allow your loneliness and your desire for companionship to make decisions for you. That is why it's so important for you to make decisions out of your abundance, out of your overflow. Do not allow your desire for certain things be the reason why you are making irrational decisions or why you are changing your mind about things or why you're making excuses for people or why you're not staying on course. And when we talk about romance and we talk about companionship and we talk about clarity and we talk about all these different things that we want somebody to have. The last thing that I want this person to have is a relationship, their own personal relationship with God. Because I really, really feel like if you got your own personal relationship with God, that is the main way that you will be able to see the value in me. Because you will feel like God blessed me with you. God blessed you with me. The things that my partner does for me, how much I love him, God put you in my life. And we don't always see eye to eye and you begin on my nerves and stuff like that. But the wonderful person that you are, the beautiful qualities that you had, that you have. God felt like I was deserving to experience these things and even the things about you that get on my nerves. I know some of it is only a mirror of the things I need to work on about myself. A lot of the things that my partner gets on, that does, that gets on my nerves is a reflection of things that I'm still working on with me. The things that that work my damn nerves about my man says more about me and my journey and what I need to work through than it does about him. And he does a lot of stuff to get on my nerves. But I'm at a place where I'm realizing that a lot of what he does that ticks me off is saying, it just says more about me and my journey and things that I'm working through. It's not because he's working through his own things. The stuff that's getting on my nerves and triggering me and bothering me, that ain't got nothing to do with him. And the more that I stop pointing fingers and I start realizing how much things have to do with me on my own, the more happier this place becomes for everybody. So these are some things that I want you to think about this Valentine's Day. To the girlies that are pulling up to Valentine's Day, single, I mean, that ain't the worst thing in the world. That don't sound that bad to me. A day for you to love yourself, to pour into you, to do what's best for you. Don't sound like the worst shit in the world. You deserve that love. You deserve to be poured into and your worth is not determined by who you are laying next to. Your worth is not determined by having a relationship. Your worth is not determined by you having somebody to hump on you that day. I put in one of my books, the moment that I start buying my own self flowers, I start setting a tone for how I wanted to be treated. I Listen, we ain't got to sit around and wait for somebody to do something romantic for us. We don't got to sit around waiting for it to happen for us. And I'm not saying the stuff that you do for yourself is here to replace companionship. I'm just saying that you don't got to wait around for nobody to do nothing for you. You can literally do it yourself. Don't sit around being sad on Thursday. Go do something nice for you. You deserve it. You deserve it with or without a partner. Who cares? I hope everybody enjoys their self-care Sunday. And I hope that this is the message that everybody needed enjoy your day because I'm going to go enjoy mine. I got a date. Okay. Bye y'all.